Hey everyone, welcome to Grace Grind and Growth, the podcast. I am your host, Deja Woodard, and I have a special guest today, and your name is... Hey, I'm Bree O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hi, Bree. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm good, I'm good. You know, surviving, living, trying. Surviving what? College. Okay, okay, okay. Barely. Not barely. 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 But, you know, it's good. I'm surviving. Okay. So, a lot of people have heard me say, like, you know, oh, like, I've started this podcast to, like, reach out to college students to have a platform where we can, like, share experiences and connect with each other and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, obviously, I started this podcast for my cousins who were starting college and blah, 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 which you're one of, right? And (laughs) so this has been technically your first semester of college, even though you started in the summer and had a little summer session, but this has been your first full semester of college. How would you express your first college experience? Wait, am I allowed to curse? No. (laughs) Let's not and say we did. <laughs> okay. Well, it was unpleasant to say the least. It was unpleasant to say the least? Yeah. Okay. But it was just not, no, I can't say that. It was just a very, very rough learning experience. It's a steep learning curve, isn't it? Yes, it is. And it taught me a lot of things. And it's like basically... I can describe it as, like, a trial run. So, like, now I know what I'm into. Like, not getting into, but I know what I'm into. Like, I know what to expect now. Like, okay, this is where you are allowed to make your little mess up, spell a class or two or three, or get on academic probation and... Cut it out. (laughs) You are so extra. Bounce back. Right. Resiliency is key. Okay, so... Why has the, not why, but like, in what ways has the learning curve been steep for you? It's a very, it's a huge difference from high school. Like, it's not the, okay, you can just take a test without studying and pass it, or you can do your homework that morning and like finish it like you actually have to put time and effort if you want to see results Mm -hmm, if you do things last minute and or you don't do things at all then it will definitely reflect when you get your grades if you get your grades some professors don't give you your grades oh i know that struggle way too well (laughs) and you just be wondering like am i between an a and a d a b (laughs) do i have an a at all (laughs) Like, is it an A plus or, like, a D minus? Like, what's up? All right, no, so. funny story. I remember one day in class, this was in my um, Chinese class, and this one girl in my class was like, oh, professor, like, you don't upload our grades or blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, you're doing good. You don't have a D. <laughs> and we were like, uh, it's good. <laughs> it's good mean A, A minus, B plus. <laughs> but it was so funny because, like, Obviously, my teacher was, like, like culturally different, right? She was Chinese. Yes. and But, so, like, she was very sincere in what she said. It was just <laughs> funny like, to be on the receiving okay. end of it. Yeah, it was, like, not quite what we were expecting. So, let's just have this conversation as a one-on-one after class because we've got to explain <laughs> exactly. that a little bit more. But, I mean, 
it really is annoying when your teachers or your professors don't upload stuff and you have to like either keep track of it or especially if they don't give grades back to you in a timely manner and you're just like how do I know like especially for me it was always like between exams like the professor wouldn't give you your exam grade for the first one and then you'd be preparing for the second one like I don't know if what I did for the first one worked or not because I haven't gotten my grade back that's true and my professor like one of my professors my biology professor which is actually the class I failed she um she our grades go based off of our test so we have five tests within the semester and that's That's a lot yeah but that's our grade so now like so after the first two tests okay add those divide by two boom that's your grade so like no homework no nothing to like boost you it's either like you passed these tests or you failed this class type of thing. Well, and I don't know about anybody on the podcast that's listening, but I'm a horrible test taker. I get very bad, like, test anxiety, and I'm just like, oh, no, like, this isn't for me. So, of course, that class isn't for me. Yeah, that's how I ended up in a humanities and social science. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, STEM is interesting, but these exams... Like, they just expect you to regurgitate stuff. And that's not the way I perform best. So it was a very steep challenge for yours truly. Yeah. And I actually do better with homework. Because I feel like everybody does, like, if they actually take the time to do the homework. Because it's, to me, it's a method of studying. And it's, like, homework hits, like, the exact points that you need to know. Whereas when you're studying, you're studying out of a book, you're studying the whole chapter and you don't really know exactly what you need to know. So you kind of overflow your brain with a lot of information that, that you don't might not even be important. Right. Yeah, I feel it. So it's very, very different very from different. high school. But the good news is it's only up from here because once you know what to expect, you know how to like perform well and outdo yourself. And ain't no worse than what I just did okay? <laughs> Yo, I'm listen, done. <laughs> why was I thinking about you when you were like, um... I'm done. Yeah, so before... Okay, guys, before I got to college, Deja and uh, Maya... Deja and Maya were talking to me, and they're like, yeah, it's good. You're gonna cry. <laughs> yeah, college will make you cry. I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm not gonna cry. Like, what are you talking... Like, I'm... That's just not even me. Like, you're not gonna see me shed a tear over grades. I get to college. I'm trying you, you, my best. Mm-hmm. Trying my best. Trying my best. I get back to 57. I said, uh-uh, don't do it. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> was right. I told you college is going to stress you out and you will cry at least once. There is no way like, around it. Ain't no way you try your absolute best. And, and it's still not enough. A failing grade. Not even like just barely ma- a failing grade. I'm like... Oh, yeah, Deja was right, because here come the waterworks. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> okay, in my defense, y'all, Brie, as she said before, is the type of person to not have to do anything in order to pass something. So she's not used to, like, studying hard or staying up all night and, like, yeah. running the midnight oil. Like, Brie, you be in bed by, like, 8. That be, <laughs> okay. Like, I told all through high school, my bedtime was 8.30, 9 o'clock. <laughs> no, I told y'all, like, I was not kidding when I said, like, Y'all take that for granted now. I do not go to bed the same day that I wake up. Like, ever. <laughs> I'm always going to sleep the next morning. And I was not joking. I think y'all took me as a joke. Yeah, it gets rough. And then it gets to the point where, like, 
So, no. It's, it gets to this point where you study. You study as soon as you get the information. Study for, like, two weeks. Then the lab practical comes, and you get the 32. And you're just like, okay, this whole class is a dub. I don't even want to be in college anymore. Actually, I skipped all of that for you. So I asked you your name, but I didn't ask you anything else. So we're going to do, we're going to like take a little intermission right here. And I'm going to ask you, what school do you go to? I go to Madai College. I'm a vet tech major. Hey, 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 let me ask my question. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay. Oh, okay so okay. you go to Madai College. Where's Madai located? Buffalo, New York. Okay. So you are from where? Buffalo, New York. And you spent or most of your life living where? Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, so you did have to relocate for school, so technically you're an out-of-state yes. student. Yes. Okay. And you are what year? Freshman. Thank you. Okay, we have Vet Tech at Mandai in Buffalo, New York. Freshman. Bree. Okay, thank you for your introduction. <laughs> now we can continue. <laughs> I, I forgot that was, what you were talking about. That was pertinent information. I just don't know how it I was. It was. It really was because somebody could be, hey, somebody could be at the same school as me listening to your podcast. You're right. That's or they very... could be looking at their options, trying to figure out where they could go to be a vet. That's a possibility. Yes. And Madai College is, don't come here. It's fucking hard. Oh my goodness. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we I'm had sorry. this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but college in general is hard, okay? It really yes, is. It is. I told you that you would cry. No offense. But like I'm like, no, I did am I really sitting here crying right now? I was like, yeah, girl, you really crying. Go ahead. Just do it. Let it out. Oh, you Let have to. Cause it's gonna <laughs> challenge you in ways that you didn't know that it could, but it'll hurt your feelings for sure. Right. It's literally, like, literally, it's literally trying your best, like, doing all you can and still seeing, like, minimal results, if you see results at all. Like, that's literally what it was for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, well, maybe it's a good thing that I'm taking this again, because at least I'll know some information. Like, I ain't going to know at all, because I ain't passed it the first time, but I'm going to know a little bit. But I will say, a lot of people have to take sciences over. I go to an engineering school, and a bunch of people have had to take chemistries or organic chem and all that stuff, like, more than once. And it's not even easy the second time around, but it's easier than the first time, or it's more manageable. And then some people, like, my school is has a very competitive business school, too, so, like, some people don't even take like certain courses there like accounting is a class that people will always say like take out a community college and just transfer the credit over like to the school because it's just hard you right like, exactly yeah. and they just rather not deal with it or not deal with that professor or like the mm-hmm. structure of the class whatever the case is so a lot of people do stuff like that or have to take a class like two or three times just to pass not just to pass it but in order to pass it because it really yeah. is that challenging like it's not always about what you learn it's how you retain information Mhm, and it's like it's just discouraging when like so uh I went okay so starting at Madai College I was a four year bachelor's degree that's the road I was on mm-hmm. but I switched to two year associate's degree first of all you didn't even tell me this this is news to me excuse Ooh, me this is news to you and your podcast wow I feel like yeah. I should know before they know okay tell you <laughs> well maybe I was saving it for your podcast you weren't <laughs> <laughs> Next. I wasn't. You so listen. 
So I switched to two-year associate's degree. Okay. Um, mainly because it's it's the same thing. I'll be a vet tech still. Like, literally, the only thing different about the two to four year is if you want to go to vet school, like if you know that's what you want to do, you definitely have to get your bachelor's. Right. But that's not what I want to do anymore. So. Oh, okay. Again, news to me. News. It's okay, though. So. Is it? Are we close? Are we family? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Don't wait a minute. Don't jump down my throat on the podcast. I'm trying to tell the story. Well, you're telling me all the news on the podcast. So <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Okay. No more news. That's the only news. Okay. So since, since I switched. Well, not even since I switched. It would have been this either way. But since I did fail biology, I will have to stay. I'll graduate a semester late, which is like a bummer to me because it's like, dang, like, Brie, you're a freshman. And it's like, okay, now I, I don't fail. Now, like, what if I get to like my junior year or like even sophomore year and like I fail another class? Then boom, that's another semester late. So that's a year late. And then it's like, what are you doing? Like, get it together. But it's like hard. I don't know. So I will tell you this at, like, my school is bigger than your school. I've met a lot of people who will tell you, like, hey, I've been here an extra semester. I've been here an extra year. I've been here an extra year and a half. Some people I know have been here an extra two years for a four-year degree. Like, honestly, it's, it's, your journey is your own. And if it takes you an extra semester, if it takes if you get it done a semester early, as long as it gets done, that's the goal, right? Like, you go to school to, yeah. like, to walk out with a four-year degree. And I mean, I understand some people don't like some people go to school and still like don't finish. That's just the reality of the situation. But if you have your mindset on this one goal and you still get to that goal, regardless of whether it takes you three and a half, four, four and a half, five, like mm-hmm. you still checking that box. The degree's still gonna like hold the same weight, whether it took you five, six, seven years. I mean, hopefully yeah. it doesn't. But. And that's true. Yeah, I I don't think like a lot of people so. You'll hear, like, a lot of people say, you know, school's not for everybody, school's not for everybody. I think, like, I don't think school isn't for me, but I, it's definitely something to get used to. So I'm not going to say it's not for me because I'm just, like, that. me saying that would be, like, a cop-out for me, basically. Like, me just being lazy because it's a lot of extra work that you have to put in. But it's work that I'm willing to do. It's work that anybody should be willing to do if you want something. Like, I want to be a vet tech, so... I want that bad enough to, like, tough it out Withstand. through school. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't want to be a veterinarian, like, bad enough to, like, tough it out through school. Because it's just, I just weighed my options, did a lot of research. Like, I feel I feel like you'll find yourself doing a lot of research on, like, your career and your future once you get to college. Because that's when, like, reality sets in. Like, what am I doing after? Like, all of this for what type of thing? Right. So, right. You start questioning why you started, most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> So that's definitely what I was doing. And I just had to, like, weigh my options. And so for me, I just felt like a two-year degree would be better than a four-year. Hmm. So, yeah. I think that's very super valid, though. Because, like, in high school, when you're when people ask you, oh, what do you want to do? What do you want to do after you graduate high school? What do you want to do when you get to college? Blah, blah, blah. You get used to saying these answers that you just be like, yeah. oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. But when you get to college, you like... Okay, first of oh. all, I didn't even sign up for this. <laughs> Second, right, like, um, what am I doing after this? Because what else, what other degree can get me there? Because this might not be it. Like, it's like, it's valid. Like, I really have done way more research in college than I ever have before. 
And I've been saying that I wanted to be the same thing. I think I said that I wanted to be an engineer, like, all through high school. And honestly, not even because I wanted to be an engineer. Probably because at some point, I remember there was a conversation with my mom where I was, like, when I was younger. You know, in, like, middle school stuff, you start doing, like, personality tests and, like, career counseling type tests or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, you would be a good fit for this industry or this industry. I always got placed in, like, teaching or counseling. Always. And when I was younger, I wanted to be a teacher. And I think one day, like, initially, my mom was like, oh, she wants to be a teacher. She wants to be a social worker. Okay, like, those would be my two answers. And I think one day my mom was like, she keeps saying this. Like, they don't make any money. Like, Deja, we got to talk. Like, <laughs> honestly, because, like, Wait. after a while, after a while, it's just like, okay, she's been saying this for a while, but Deja has expensive taste. I was talking to her the other day, and she was, like, um, talking about, how expensive I am or how I'm always like doing something or whatever. And it's true. Like you can't, you need something that's going to sustain your lifestyle. Like that yeah. is a very important factor when you're going to college or when you're figuring out what you want to do um, in college or with your degree or whatever. Like you can't have beer money and champagne wishes. They don't go together. Yeah. Like, and like you definitely have to have like a career type of like mindset because if you plan on having a family, so now you have to plan for like the long run. Right. So, like, that's not just you. Yeah, like, okay, so you want to be a teacher, but, like, are you going to be able to be a teacher, like, 10 years from now and take care of you and your family off of that teacher salary type of thing? Right. So, vet techs don't make a lot of money at all. They don't. But I'm not going to tell you this on the podcast. No, now you got to tell me because you already started. It's going to be news and you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, more news. Just, okay, I won't make a comment. You just blew me out the water with the first two pieces of news. Just continue. You're on the running street. So, the military is after college for me. Okay. And I thought about that too. Okay, what yeah. what branch? So, um I'm thinking Air Force, but I will be a vet tech in the military. Okay, okay. So, I'll just be like helping the service animals that help our people serve the country. Really? We could go into the military together cuz with if you doing we a, really if you're do doing that. an associates, we going to graduate about the same time. So, well, like about the same time. So, we could look into it. The way my, I, let me stop. Don't do don't speak that over yourself. I ain't even trying to hear that. No man. Anyway, um you made me lose my chain of thought. I'm not about to play with you. <laughs> Had to scratch my head a little bit. Oh my goodness. Anyway. Okay, freshman year is like the starting point. It only goes up from here. I'd be lying if I said that. It it usually gets better though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait. Listen, if I don't tell you who will, okay? You just hope that it gets better. <laughs> no, facts. And that facts. way you know what to expect, okay? You will not be That's using my words against me. the whole truth and nothing but the truth, so help me God on this podcast because I need people to know I'm that done. Hey, college ain't what you want if it ain't what you want, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I got to play this back before I can even post it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> anywho, 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 anywho. Um, no, but in all serious though, it is the military is something that I've been looking into. I kind of regret. I I won't say regret. I kind of do wish that had the military been a prospective idea in my mind that I would have um, pursued it sooner. That way, they could be paying for my education and not me. Mm -hmm. But they will still pay once, no matter how late you get in. They'll still pay for it. Ooh, I need to do my research. Okay, teach me things. I'll yeah, they will still. Oh yeah, those ones will get paid. <laughs> 
that student debt will get paid. Capital paid or? Oh, paid. <laughs> paid. Like, I'm trying to tell you, paid and then some. Oh, they going to owe you money. I'm done. <laughs> but no, it no, is. But yeah, it no. is something that I want to look into, though. No, definitely. Yeah, I've met with like you know I did ROTC in uh, high school. Right. Um, did I do it all four years? Yeah, I did it all four years except my senior year. Something so no. I did it three years. <laughs> right. So, That's not. Yeah, because I'm thinking I'm like I was thinking like did I do it freshman year? I did it freshman year. I didn't do it senior year. So um, I've met with like a lot of recruiters like while in ROTC and like during my senior year, a little bit after. Like I've met with like a good amount of recruiters like did a good amount of research and like this i think it's a really good option for me because brie has expensive taste too and vet tech alone ain't gonna it ain't gonna cut it i'm gonna need a little extra oomph that oomph is the military baby okay (laughs) that's the oomph i see but i mean even if that is the case for you right now you're 18 so two years of your associate's degree will bring you to 20 and then if you get to the military and stay in the military, you can retire super early. And that'll yes. be nice. Yes, yes, yes. That is definitely the plan. But my ultimate goal is just to do something I love. Like, if nothing at all, something I love, literally. Like, let's take money out of it. Like, if I could literally just help animals, like, that would just be, like, okay. Like, I just... Something I love. Because at the end of the day... I'd rather do something I love and make less than do something I hate and make more. Because it's like, when you do something you really don't like or something you hate, you don't even want to, like, get up and go to work. Like, so it's just like, okay, yeah, you're getting those checks, but for what? Because you don't even enjoy what you're doing. Right. But some people aren't like that. Like, I've gotten to college and some people are like, I can do, I can tolerate this job long enough to get the money that I need so that I can go do what I want after 20 years. Or I can, like, be an engineer, even though my heart's not in it, because I'd rather have money than have an impact or, like, you know, love what I do. Like, it really mm-hmm. depends on the person, and I didn't know that until I got to college. Because I'm the type of person, I'm, I'm similar to you. Like, I need to love what I do. I need to be able to connect with people. I need, like, we're opposites in the fact that, like, you don't like people, you like animals. You'd rather talk to an animal to a person. But I would mm-hmm. rather, Definitely. like, <laughs> I would rather talk to people than talk to animals and but we both still have the common ground. Like, at the end of the day, I need to enjoy what I'm doing because if I don't enjoy it, I'm going to be miserable. And if I'm miserable, then people, I'm going to be that one person working a job and you like, why are you even here? Like, you know, yeah. being on the receiving like, end, I you're like... the bitter Betty. Ex- the bitter exactly. Betty, shoot. I would be the bitter Brie. Like. The bitter Brie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I really would be miserable and I wouldn't want to do it and I wouldn't want to wake up every day and go do something that I don't enjoy. And I'd rather do something I enjoy, like you said, and, like, maybe not make... Actually, I honestly don't even believe that those are my alternatives. Like, yeah, some people can do something that they enjoy and it not make them a lot of money, but I really do believe that if you love what you do and you do it well, the money is going to follow you. So the lesser part is not an option for me. Yeah, that's definitely true. Okay, but back to this being your first semester, what do you think... um, Now that you've been in college, what is one thing that you feel like you weren't ready for? Like, Brie six months ago didn't know versus Brie now. Brie six months ago did not know that you literally, in most of these classes, 
you literally have to teach yourself. Like, the professor will make notes, they will read the notes, and then the next day they're on to a completely different chapter. Like, if you don't study, if you don't make sure you understand, if you don't make sure you taught yourself, because all they did was basically read the chapter. So if you don't, like, look up the videos, look up, like, the pictures and the examples and things like that, then you done failed yourself because you you can't learn by just what the professor was done in class yeah yeah definitely it's literally like a new chapter every day literally like i did not know that at all right yeah a lot of people say like oh you get so much freedom in college you can do this you can do that that is very true but it's like if you want to pass like that freedom stuff that not going to class that's not what you want to do like Yes, you don't have to go to class. Nobody really takes attendance. Nobody really cares. But that's where it comes in where you need to care. Like, you need to go to class. You need to listen to at least what chapter she about to read. So if you want to walk out, just get the chapter and then walk out and teach yourself. Like, right. you got to do that type of thing. Okay. That's definitely true. Like, even um, at my university. And I think a lot of people get the idea that, like, oh, you know, we got out of class early. Like, yay, hooray. But for me, it's all expenses, right? Like, Mm-hmm. the professor's gonna get paid either way nine times out of ten they're gonna be in 10 years so regardless of whether they're good or not they still gonna have a job next year yep. um and then you better hope that you get credit <laughs> so that you can get your degree in a timely manner but mm-hmm. also it's just like you pay for it so go to class like get the education right. get the opportunity like, like you did not pay thousands of dollars to take shortcuts through college like that's not what we're here for because you're only shorting yourself exactly it's literally like money out the window when you don't go to class and I don't know if this is like at your university but at my college I go to a very small college like Deja said so like we have a lot of resources like free tutoring free computer labs like printing and things like that so like literally they have professors that tutor for free and they have students that tutor for free all you have to do is just sign up for it like utilize your resources like if they're giving you any resources in college like please utilize them like tutoring it like just that's just I don't know how that's just great like if you don't feel like teaching it yourself or you just I'm not the type of person that can teach myself because I second guess myself a lot so I'm the one that's like okay I think this right but I don't know and I don't want to study it if it's wrong so right. like I get the tutor because it's like they know what they're doing I don't know what I'm doing so for my school, it's similar. First of all, I wish we could print for free. They charge you for just about everything printing-wise. But tutoring here is a great resource, like, at my school. But I will say that professors don't tutor. So through our school's tutoring pro- through my school's tutoring program, you have other students. And I personally would be, like, my first two semesters, I spent so much time in the tutorial center. I even got assigned a personal tutor who I met with, like, a couple times a week. And it was great, but only because one of my tutors was super good. Um, the other, the criteria for tutors at my university is that they got an A in the class. And just because you do well performance-wise in the class doesn't make you a good teacher. You know, yeah. And that was mm-hmm. a struggle for me because some people can look at something and understand it. They don't need any explanation. They don't need even to practice or like do practice problems. Whereas I have to make sense of it. So I can't just look at something and be like, yep. that's what it is. I need to be able to work it through. Um, I need to be able to like do it time and time and time again. And people learn differently. So that's the only thing that I have against the tutorial center. So even though like there were times during the school year where 
I would still have to go to a paid tutor who could explain something to me and make me grasp the concept over free tutorial centers where the students mm-hmm. are like supposed to meet with you and be of help to you. But that's just because I wasn't getting it. Like so many people learn so many different ways. And I know that like you could be, um, for example, you could be in a chemistry class and then um, the person who's tutoring you is an engineering major. Like you're not going to school to be a teacher. You're not trying to really do this this is something that you're getting paid to do to like tutor yeah Yeah. and it's something that you can write on your resume so honestly we're not here for the same reasons I'm trying to get through this so that I can get to the next stage of this class or like you know chem 101 Mm -hmm. from to chem 201 or whatever the case may be but you're trying to get through this session so you can get off like right so for me it was just like a challenge because I, I had to honestly accept the fact that free tutoring wasn't enough like I felt bad because I had to reach out to my mom and be like hey mom like I really need a paid tutor like the like yes I have these resources available to me and it's nice to say that I have but like they're not serving me the way that I need them to so I still need to get a paid tutor who is like going to make my time worthwhile and Mm -hmm. get me to where I need to go not just help me on my specific homework problems like I don't need to be that's what it was more specifically like I don't need to just get this homework done and done right I need to like be able to grasp the concept because if I move on to the next class and I still don't have the concept then I'm gonna be even more in trouble than I am Mm -hmm. now and that would like that frustrated me so much because I just felt bad because I'm like dang I have all these resources around campus and they're free and blah 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 but like yeah I'm having to have my mom pay for a tutor and this is the only way that I seem to be able to understand it. And it's crazy that you say that because I've never been to a student tutor because, and it's sad, but it's because I think that way. Like, I think like I automatically thought when I heard like, Oh, we have students that we pay to tutor you. The criteria for them is that they get a B minus or higher in the class. My thing is, Okay, so my English course, I have a 85 in there, a B right now. I can't tell you a lick of information, which means I'm eligible to tutor somebody. (laughs) But you don't have it yourself. (laughs) Yes, but I don't know how accurate my tutoring will be. But I can definitely go tutor, like literally, I can get the job and go tutor somebody. And so I'm like, now, how accurate are these tutors' information? Or, like, some of these tutors, like, haven't... Some of these tutors haven't been in that class for, like, two semesters. Like, that's an old class to them, so, like, they might be rusty. Like, I just never used... I never utilize the student tutor. But the professors, I do. I definitely do. Uh, One of the professors that taught me through my summer program, Summer Scholars... I utilized her a lot. She was a great, she's a great math teacher and she helped me a lot through math. I still ended up failing it, but it's okay because she helped me. Like she helped me get the homework done. She helped me do everything, but of course the test, which is what I was doing bad at. But it was, I just utilize the professors more than I utilize the students because I just feel like their credibility is like higher, sadly, which it probably is, but. But I do feel like that's a perk of going to a smaller school. Like, you have professors in the tutorial center, whereas, like, my school, um, one of the major classes that I had, I there were, like, 300 students in. So 
yeah, Ooh. the professor's going to be able to meet with you, but, like, during their office hours, they're definitely not going to go out of their way to, like, connect with you and help you mm-hmm. um, when they have, like, 299 other students to worry about, too. And it's yeah. like, you know, you can... There's still a way to make yourself known, even with class sizes that big, and to make your face memorable and to go out of your way and make that connection. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it's a different type of challenge when there's, like, 30 people or less in a classroom versus... You know, the professor sees a sea of students as opposed to an individual face. Um, yeah. And I feel like for some people, that's a factor into how they learn. Like, if they don't definitely. feel that attention, then they, they're they going to struggle that much more. So that's definitely important, too. Uh, for me, I feel like if I don't have, like, the one-on-one with the professor, it's just I, I, I'm a very slow learner. I honestly am. I'm kind of like you, like, I need to know, like, why is it like that? Okay, so you can't just tell me, like, uh, you just can't tell me one thing and, like, okay, now I know it. No, I have to know, like, why is it that? Like, question everything, and then once I know why, how, when, where, then I'm like, oh, okay, I get it because of this, because of that. Like, I need to know, like, all the steps it took to get there and why it's that, and then I'll be fine. I've learned it. But in class, you it's not gonna get it's not gonna get broken down, explained like that at all. Like it's just gonna she's gonna say it's this and then move on to the next topic. Right, because she has so an agenda to, tell, to follow. Yeah. Yep. So you have to teach yourself. Okay, it's this because you have to go get tutored and things like that. So yeah, that's definitely one thing that was like a shocker for me. Okay, so next question: What was something that you didn't expect um like on the opposite side like something that you you know people always tell you like you get freedom in college you get to do whatever blah 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 but like what is one thing that you were like excited about that you weren't aware of beforehand I was excited about the freedom and didn't use it like I (laughs) zero percent of my freedom like so I commute I'm not on dorms so as soon as my class will get out, I'm like, uh-uh, dad, come get me. Like, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> like, what? I don't want to do this. Like, come on. Like, But you still do, tutor. you're still, like, so for most people, if you're not on campus, especially because a lot of universities have, like, a requirement that freshmen live on campus, um, you're not in proximity to, like, build community, to build those friendships and stuff, as opposed yeah. to the people who are all on dorm and stuff like that. <laughs> but you still are involved in stuff, like, on your campus. So yeah, you- I'm still involved in, like, a lot of things. And I will honestly say it's for my sanity, like, literally. I am a part of the cheer team because I need something to take my mind off, literally, like, school, 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 school. Even if it means, like, okay, I get, like, a little less studying time because I have practice three times a week. I have games, like, probably up to, like, five times a week. Like, okay, it's, it's going to be challenging, but it's, like, literally you'll go insane studying subject after subject after subject, still not getting it, getting tutored, still, like, partially getting it, but not all the way, studying stuff. Like, you will go insane because it's, like, you're trying, you're trying your hardest, and it's still not working. So, like, for me with the freedom aspect yes you can definitely sleep in you can miss that 8 a.m but it's like you don't want to like i'm telling you now you don't want to because you'll find yourself trying to withdraw from the class before the deadline come like uh-uh, I'm failing. <laughs> let me get out 
Let yeah. me get out now. Like, you will find yourself doing stuff like that. And it's like, just you could have just went to class. So it's like that freedom of, yeah, you can do whatever you want. You can go wherever you want. You can eat whenever you want. You can do all this stuff. I just never really utilized it because it's it's freedom that's not going to help you. Like, it's it's not. Like, if it was more organized like a high school, it would probably help more people. But it's not. And you pay for it. So you do what you want. Right. That's a good point. It's a real good point. And sometimes I think, like, freedom is, like, good, but to a certain, like, you know, too much of any one thing is a bad thing. So it's like, yeah, freedom is cool if you need to, like, go do some work or go work or something. Um, And you just, like, need to take a break and you decide how you want to spend that break. But, like, taking too much time off is not a good idea. But I yeah. feel the exact same way, though. That's funny that you said that, like, um, you do, like, cheer and stuff like that to be sane. Because I feel the exact same way. Like, people ask me how I work two jobs, and I'm just like, I understand that I'm in school to get a degree. But, like, this is what keeps my mind. Like, I, if I only went to school and did school, I would go insane. Like, I would lose my mind. Mm-hmm. I really would. And it's just because Seriously. it's like, you need that social that social um, aspect of college to like balance the academic. Cause if you're all academic and no social, or if you're all social and no academic, or you're all professional and you forget to learn like, you know, the stuff that you need um, after you graduate, then it's just like all bad. Like everything crumbles. Mm-hmm. So I feel that completely. Like I really work a lot to some people, but it really does keep me in my right mind. Like I get up and go to work and I have fun at work because I can't depend on school to give me that opportunity, so yeah, I would lose my mind. You can't depend on school to give you those laughs and give you and, that, the, like. and it's like, I love my school. My school is great, but, like, if if we're being honest, if all I did was go to class every day, I would be bored. I would be miserable. I wouldn't have a good experience, and I probably would be home by now, like, not enrolled in anybody's college. Mm-hmm. But, and that's, that's definitely the same for me. And I can honestly suggest any type of summer programs that college has, especially if you're going out of state, I suggest it for anybody. Because literally, the two friends, well, I met a lot of people in Summer Scholars, but the two people that I've actually became close with, Jasmine and Soli, they're literally still, like, my friends. Like, I don't know, I probably would have been so lonely on, like, the first couple weeks of school because, like, I don't have a problem with talking to people, but, like, college is just a different type of environment. Like, it's very intimidating. It can be intimidating for anyone. So, like, the summer programs, not only do you get a head start for me, I got got a class out of the way, so I got the credits for that class. However it goes for whichever university or whichever college, you'll meet new people, and it's always, like, a good experience to just meet new people, and it's really, like, a head start for freshmen. So that's just a little tip because my summer program helped me a lot. Yeah, I did. I did one, too, like right after I graduated. And it was like my current roommate as a junior in college was somebody I met through my um, summer transition program. It was called Summer Start. But like you do, it really does set the tone and the foundation for how you experience college. And I can't imagine like I personally couldn't imagine going to a university that has 35,000 students and being and letting the first day of classes the fall semester be my first experience in college like I would have easily been ridiculously overwhelmed I probably would have been like on the phone with my mom my entire first day 
as opposed to starting with my summer program had 250 people in it, which is still kind of big, but it was like 250 faces I knew starting my fall semester. So it was that much better. And I already knew like resources. I knew um, staff who worked on campus. I knew um, hangout spots. I knew how to navigate campus because my campus is big. I knew where the student union was. I knew how to get to the library. I knew how to ride the buses. Like all that stuff is like stuff that can make or break your first impression of your university. So yeah. And that's very true. And that's that's like that's even true with my small, tiny college. Like my college is small. Like you pull up to my college and you see, first of all, we have like three or four buildings. As soon as you pull in the parking lot, you can see all of the buildings like they're all just right there displayed for you. It's not that big. Um, and my summer program only had about probably less than like 45 kids it was not a lot of us but it definitely gave us that head start like I knew where every building was I knew the dining hall like the dining hall hours how the dining hall works like how you actually buy food uh I knew like where the gym and stuff was how the professors would be the type of like workload it's not as much you don't get as much work in the summer program but I still got like a lot of work and it just, it's, um, yeah, I loved it. I really did. I couldn't imagine my experience right now without it because I'd probably be like, well, no, because I would have did cheer, but like up until cheer, I probably really would have been like lonely and like, uh. Do you feel like it, would you recommend to someone else to like live on campus or off campus as an off campus student? Um, I, so. Depending on, well, I live close to my school, so I really can't, I wish I could, like, tell you the difference, but, you know, I haven't been on campus. I never lived on campus before. Right. But I can say I probably, like, it's it'll probably be, like, around the same for me because I come back to school, like, if there's any events going on, like, anything that seems fun, anything, or, like, just to hang out sometimes I'll come back on campus but like I guess if I was on campus I'll probably like come out my room or something I don't know hmm. that's a good question but like the more like the more the semester carried on the more like I started coming out my shell and not just like uh-uh come get me like my class is over I'm ready to go home yeah. like I'll probably stay like an extra 30 minutes see what's going on you'll catch like fun little things around campus so like it'll probably be like really fun living on campus too because you'll get to like you'll be there like if anything goes down you're not gonna miss nothing but like right. living off campus isn't so bad either okay it's, it's definitely not as bad as like everyone seems i want to get this clear because everyone seems like <laughs> everyone thinks like oh my gosh you're not gonna get the college experience if you let girl you can live off campus and live on campus. Like, it'd be people that's commuters and they'd be on campus, like, every... I see them every day, every hour. Like, they always somewhere on campus. Like, when do you go home? Like, if right. you, you can get that college experience, you're going to have friends that dorm, so you can spend the night in their dorms if you want to. Like, it's not... Save some money. Don't think, <laughs> like, oh, college experience, like... Uh-uh, and if you live around the corner from that college, girl, you better go home, get your mama home-cooked meals. That's what people on doors be missing. Right. I miss my mama food. I miss my mom. I miss my dad. 
Stay at home. Stay home, baby. If you can, do it. I'm telling you, save some money. But nah, I do want to. I want to experience on dorm a little bit. I I do want to experience it. But living off campus isn't that bad. Okay. okay, I agree. But my perspective is different because I lived on campus my first two years, and now I decided to move off campus. Um, and that is definitely a completely different experience. And it's funny that you say like. In the beginning, like before you got comfortable, you would just be like, I got to go. As soon as this class over, it's time for me to go. Because I'm the same way now, and I was never like that before. Like, I would want to hang out. And I feel like what you said is true. Like, when you hang out around campus, you you kind of stumble into stuff. Like, if it's an event going yeah. on, your friends might be like, oh, I just saw this flyer. Let's go to this. Or if it's like, you know, some drop in something, you're already in proximity. You're already, like, mm-hmm. close to whatever's going on. So it's not that big of a deal to just go. But, like, living off campus, I'd be like, oh, this is going on tonight. But I already drove home. Um, <laughs> if it's, like, during the yeah. day, I still have to think about where I got to park because of my parking pass and, like, think about how long it's going to take me to walk and blah, blah, blah. And it it just will deter you a lot more than living on campus does. So I feel like for freshmen, honestly, I still do think that living on campus is super important, but it definitely depends on the person. But even now, my school makes it mandatory that freshmen live on campus because the retention rate is higher. Like if you live on campus, then you're more likely to come back sophomore year because you've already gotten accustomed to everything that your college has to offer, um, the resources available to you, and you've probably had hopefully had a more holistic experience like as opposed to just coming to, like going to campus going to class and going home i just want to say this i love that we're doing this podcast right now because they literally get the best of both worlds like because we're a different very tiny school <sighs> it's a little private school and like we're doing opposite things i'm a commuter but you stayed on campus you go to this huge school like <laughs> one of the biggest schools in north carolina and like i'm just at this tiny little private school but like we get like i don't know they get the best of both worlds i like it oh i like it too i need you know different perspectives because everybody's experience is different so hopefully i can continue to do more of this especially with you um but since you said that you actually before going to college and before choosing obviously the college that you're at was your number one choice but um Mm -hmm. you toured my college and you chose yes. not to go here. Ooh. And I chose not to take that person. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, uh-uh, don't do that. No, I'm not going to. No, I'm not going to open that up. But um, I already knew because I go to a predominantly white school. We went to the same high school. We went or at least graduated from the high, same high school because I went to two different high schools. But the high school that we went to was predominantly black. And those are two different experiences. So how did you choose? Like, when, while you were on my campus touring, um, the same place that I had my epiphany my epiphany moment where I was like, ooh, this is where I need to be. Like, when I was on my college tour, I was like, this is the campus that I'm supposed to be on. These are the buildings that I'm supposed to be walking through. These are the faces that I'm supposed to meet. Yours, I was like, this is definitely where I don't need to be. Like, right, you were like, no. You were like, I don't see anybody that looks like me. I don't see people, like, hanging out. I don't know what to do. How I'm supposed to walk 10 miles to get to my first class. <laughs> <laughs> No, but, like, tell me more about it. Because, like, I feel like a lot of people don't know what's for them. Like, you, we literally are opposites. You chose a small private school. Um, mm-hmm. You changed from a four-year degree to a two-year degree. I chose to, like, you know, like, technically, you live at home because your dad lives by your college. But, like, you're still out of state. Um, mm-hmm. I'm in state, and my mom is three hours away, and I'm only three hours away, and I still rarely go home now. Like, I live <laughs> off campus, even though I did live mm-hmm. on, like, we're just on two different ends of the spectrum. And it's funny because I'm just not realizing this. Well, for me, 
Uh, I wasn't so... A lot of people that went or go to our high school, our old high school, they're so dead set on, like, HBCU. HBCU. Right. Yep. So that wasn't me. Literally, my mindset was veterinarian. And the two top... The top veterinarian... Well, vet programs in North Carolina was your school, NC State, and right. a popular Woo-hoo. HBCU, okay, which is NCANT. Uh-huh. So those were automatically my top two options. So I'm like, okay, NC State, A&T. I never, so the, the college I'm at, okay, no rewind stop because i'm about to like jump everywhere so i never <laughs> looked at it as like color i looked at it as my career like whichever one about to get me where i need to be like most efficient like that type of thing so i tore both nc state i took like five steps and like i'm like i'm in the same spot like <laughs> the campus this, is big <laughs> it's huge I'm like, mom, like, I'm going to be so over, like, we had to, we lost the freaking car so many times. Like, I'm like, mom, we're going to have to, like, I'm going to be so overwhelmed here. Like, I was overwhelmed touring and I was, I had a tour guide. Like, it was just like, no, I can't. Like, I'm, I'm really somebody who like, I probably have like really bad anxiety. Like, I don't know. It might be something that's like. I just think I have anxiety because I like I got on the campus and I'm like no, we can just turn around now. Mm-mm. I'm about to cry. Let's go. Yikes! Like, My school made you feel like that. Yes, like your school's huge. So I'm like, okay, let's just meet up with Deja. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't even remember the last building we were at because it looks like that building, but then it's <laughs> like the building we were at ten minutes ago, three <laughs> miles away. Like, I just was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. So. I did. I exited your school out as soon as I got there. Like, I just exited out. I was like, no. But at A&T, A&T wasn't as big. And it was, I don't know. I, I kind of, I liked it a little bit because of, like, the people there were, like, very friendly. Not saying the people at your school weren't friendly. Mm-hmm. But, like, the people at A&T were very friendly to people that I met and stuff. And I did know people that went there. So I'm like, okay, this seems cool. But thinking about it further, I'm like, I know a lot of people that go there. And I know a lot of people that's going there. That's not the type of environment you needed. Right. That's high school. Yes. That's not what I need. Like, this is party, party, party. And Bree is party, party, party. So I don't need to be at a party, party, party (laughs) school. Like, I'm going to just throw that out there right now. Like put Brie A, you trying to study or you trying to go to this party, drop my books right now, let's go to this party, what's good? Like, I need to be in that type of environment. But nah, like, that's where discipline and stuff comes in. But A&T just wasn't the best for me either, but it was definitely, that was the number one after I saw NC State, because I was like, no. So then, I came to tour Madai, the school I go to now. And Madai is a PWI, so it's basically white people. Like, it's not a lot of, it's not a lot of uh, black people at all. Like, really at all. But that didn't really bother me. 
I did like the most that it's uh the teacher student ratio is like one to sixteen. So it's not that many kids in the class. High school wasn't even like that. Yeah, like my high school was not even like that. It's really small class sizes and then you do get that one on one with your professor. So I did like that. And I did like that we used actual animals, like we used actual dogs, cats, birds, rabbits, mice, rats, and things. Whereas to other schools, they don't use live animals. So like NC State, y'all don't use like dogs or like y'all don't have dogs on campus and like cats and stuff. I may be wrong. Am I wrong? Honestly, if you're wrong, I can't tell you because I don't know much. I didn't look at NC State for, you know, the vet program. Yeah. So, from what I understood, it's no, like, animals on campus that you actually work with, actually, like, give shots. Like Wait, so I will correct you on that because I know that my school owns a lot of land, a lot of land, and we have a lot of farms. So, like, we have, like, horses, cows. Like, yeah, we have, like, a bunch of animals that that students do work on. To what extent, I'm not sure, but, like. Yeah, and I remember, uh, I remember getting told that, and, like, the farm is, like, not that far away. It's kind of close. But, like, our animals are, like, literally, like, in our basement. That sounds creepy. We just, (laughs) it does. And it sounds, like, (laughs) inhumane. But it's not. They get, like, they have a good area. And we have a lot of animals there. And A&T was the same way. Like, it's it's not, like, hands, it's not as hands-on. That's what I'm looking for. Hands-on work with, like, animals and stuff. And at Madai, we go to farms, too. So, like, we get the farm animals and the dogs and cats and stuff so it's just i just had to weigh my options and see which worked best for me and my little private school in buffalo just worked the best for me i felt okay okay so now more important question now that you've experienced madai for a semester um would you do you feel like you've made the right choice like as for you (coughs) excuse me I definitely do. I love, 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 love my school. Like, um, I, I truly like my school. Like, I can honestly say, like, yes, it's hard. It's challenging. Like, at times I hate college, but I don't think it's the school I hate. I think it's, like, college itself I hate. Like, regardless of where you go, you still gonna hate that same thing. Yeah, yeah like, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna still hate it because it's still, like, a boatload of work. Like, you still gonna want to, like, cry your eyes out every two seconds. But, like, <laughs> I'd rather cry my eyes out at Madai than at NC State. So, um, like, excuse me, you could have <laughs> said any other college. Do not talk about my school like well, that. NC State was on my radar before I came here, so I just had yeah, to yeah, out yeah. There. You ain't had to do all that. Uh, uh-uh, uh, <laughs> I ain't trying to hear it. I'd rather cry my eyes out at Madai College than A and T. I just rather cry my eyes Listen, out here. Okay, okay. Cry my eyes, eyes out either way. Mm-hmm. Cry a little eyes out. Go ahead. Don't put my school in it. I do not condone that. Absolutely not. No, ma'am. Next. Thank you. Next. But I, I do. I love my school. I definitely <laughs> think I chose the right, the right school. Okay. I, yeah, I definitely do. Okay. I'm glad to hear that. I do feel like this episode is getting a little lengthy, so we're going to close it up uh, or wrap it up rather. But I do want to thank you for being on the podcast today. Because I feel special. It's about freaking time. But I feel special. Happy hey. to have had you on this episode and to have gotten your perspective. Um, thanks for doing this in the midst of finals because we all stressed, you know. 
But Shout out, finals getting failed. <laughs> don't speak that <laughs> over me or you. Do not speak that yeah, over either one of us. Speaking that over me, definitely not over you. I no, I would rather you not do either. They're equally as bad. Uh, I, I guess, I guess. Anywho, um, no, but seriously, thank you, Bree, for being on the podcast today. I'm happy to have you. Um, do you want to say anything before I go ahead and close out this episode? Thank you for having me. I feel special, and I just feel like that was very helpful to like anyone who needs that. Like, I don't know. I just feel like that was very informational. So yeah. We'll have to definitely do more episodes in the future. But um, to all the listeners, thank you for listening. Please be sure to rate and subscribe to this podcast. Bye, y'all.